Hey everybody, this is Chad. Before we get started, just wanted to give you guys some dates. I am back on the road on the Mixed Reviews Tour. Uh, I'm going to be in Connecticut at a casino. I'm not saying this right, but it's 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 spelled like Uncasville, and I, I can't imagine that's the right name of it, but I'm going to be at Comics Roadhouse this Thursday, January 20th, two shows. This Friday and Saturday, I'll be in Boston, Massachusetts at Laugh Boston. That's January 21st and 22nd, this Friday and Saturday. Fargo, North Dakota, Sanctuary Event Center, January 29th. San Jose, California at the Improv, February 3rd. San Diego, California, February 4th and 5th. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, February 18th and 19th. Then I have a Florida run coming up, February 22nd through the 26th, and then back home at my home club, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Acme Comedy Company, March 3 through 5. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello. Thank you for coming back. Appreciate it. Across from me, as always, Cyrus Amundsen. Hi everybody. If you've never been in a dying marriage and looked across the dinner table at someone you had just wildly disappointed, then you have no idea what I'm feeling right now because Chad started our show with a, I'm going to say a seven minute long rant about how he was feeling this morning due to some train tracks and a train situation and my headset cut out, even though every week he tells me to have my headset ready before the show, and we had to start all over, and his energy, his energy can only now be described as, I would like my half of everything and goodbye. <laughs> this next portion of the show is called... Psy carries it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is not, I think everything that you were bringing today is now gone, I would assume. Hello. Hi. Hi there. <laughs> Hi there. Hello. Yes, we had some uh, hot banter before the show, and I was... You were uh, fired up. You were fired up. Ready to rip it down, motherfuckers. I, I told you to save it for the show, and you did just that, and then... Here we are doing the show over. We're restarting, buddy. Uh, I know you were. I know you were frustrated about the train situation, but you had a, a train tracks issue with dumb people. And yes. we're just gonna move. But I want to hear about your breakfast with your mom. My breakfast with my mom was uh, fantastic. She's always in a, a great mood. My mom brings a notebook with her about. Uh, with questions that she wants to ask me during breakfast. There's there's never a an organic I mean there's an organic conversation, but when that dies down, she brings out her little notebook and goes, <laughs> Oh, I was meaning to ask you about this. Is does she So my mom does this too, and my mom, you know, she has nine children. I'm curious 
is it to keep the conversation going? Like, how was your week in Ohio? Or is it what my mom does, which calls her children in their 30s, 40s, and 50s and ask them if they remembered to do their tasks? Like, mom, I don't even have a list of the shit that I need to do. Why do you have a list of the shit I need to do? Yeah, because she knows you and she knows that she needs to have a list or no one will. That's true. Yeah, but I know she it's more of like, um, yeah, she's getting a dog. She had questions about uh, how she should handle a dog situation. She has a dog and, and she watches Poe when I'm on the road and she's getting a puppy. So she had questions about that that she wanted to ask me. Questions about Olivia potentially watching her dogs on the 29th of January. So it's all these little things that she didn't want to forget. Okay. That's how that's that's how she does it. <laughs> But what was interesting, our server came over, and I have a jacket that I've talked about before. There's a patch on it that says Lake Placid. It's from the 1980 Olympics, mm -hmm. Winter Olympics. And this woman came over. She goes, Lake Placid? She goes, have you seen those movies? And I go, what do you mean, like Miracle on Ice and stuff? And she goes, no, 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 Lake Placid, the movie. She goes, man, Betty White was so funny. I just always think of her feeding the alligators. And I've never seen Lake Placid, the movie. But I was so confused by all of it. I just, I had no clue what was happening. I, I believe Lake Placid is the gigantic crocodile Oliver Platt vehicle where he, okay. uh, there's, there's a <laughs> monster in the lake up in Lake Placid and nobody knows what it is and Oliver Platt's a scientist and it turns out to be the biggest crocodile or alligator, I, I don't know, same shit you've ever sure. seen and, uh, it's not good, but I think I remember loving it. And then they did a Lake Placid 2, which I have not yet seen. Well, I looked up Lake Placid cast because I didn't know if this the, our server was being honest with me. Yep, Betty and White is in it. There's, there are three of them because it said Lake Placid 3 cast as well. So they must have gone off. Lake Placid 3, back to the minors, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I, we're, I'm giggling that this lady's like, I completely didn't understand what she was talking about because of the movies. I thought she was talking about the hockey movies. I love that then, she thought that <laughs> you got merch from the movie Lake Placid, which yeah. I don't know the release date, but it wasn't recent. That You're wearing like 22-year-old <laughs> right. Oliver Platt movie <laughs> merch. I just unzip it to unveil my original Jurassic Park t-shirt. Hey, babe, what's up? I like big animals. What can I tell you? Um, so my mom, then she, my mom starts talking and what's she the said. Ana, what's the Anaconda movie? What was it? Was it just called Anaconda? I think it was the I Like Big Butts video, wasn't it? No, there's a, isn't there a movie where Samuel L. Jackson gets, you know, killed by a snake? You know what? Let's get back to your mom. This is, I'm going to, I've already ruined the podcast once. I can't, I can't ruin it again. So I don't know the I don't know those movies. I don't watch really big animal movies, so I'm, I don't know. But I'm a mother, really I'm a really big animal movie guy. My mom was talking about how her and her friends would. Um, it's called Anaconda. It came out in 1997, and it did. Uh, it was Ice Cube. <laughs> Ice Cube played a cameraman, and they're stranded on a riverbank. You know, it's well, it's actually a, a J-Lo. This was a J-Lo vehicle. Uh, filmmaker Terry Flores, played by Jennifer Lopez. Like I Lope. said, the I Like Big Butts video. <laughs> I was kind of right. They were, they're searching for a forgotten tribe, and they found a big old fucking snake. Back to your mom, Chad. <laughs> 
<laughs> is it back to my mom? No, no, I don't. Do you want to finish before I start this story? No. <laughs> no, I'm ready. Owen Wilson was in it. I, that's a weird movie for Owen Wilson to have been in. Keep going. That is a weird movie for him. Why was he in that? Was he nothing for a while? There was a... What's up with sequels to these big animal movies? There was an Anaconda... There was a sequel, and they didn't even call it Anaconda 2. They called it Anacondas, plural. And sure. then it's like... You know, where they do the the colon and then the subtitle? Anacondas, yeah. the hunt for the blood orchid. Yikes. <laughs> okay, back to your mom, Chad. Let's get back to your mom. So my mom, <laughs> I'm, I'm pausing strategically here to let you come in with something. No, I'm done. My mom uh, brought up, so Betty White, let me go back to the original story. Betty White was brought up, for those of you that have, have fallen asleep. Okay. Betty White was brought helpful. up at breakfast. And, uh, <laughs> and my mom was like, hey, the, uh, my friends and I, we'd, we'd assign a golden girl name to each of us based on the characteristics of the golden girl. There were four of us, and we would do this. Your mom's like yeah. a boomer. Ber- uh, she's like a boomer version of the people who thought they were Sex and City characters. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what was happening. And so this woman across from us, she goes, oh, yeah, my friends and I did that. And then the server goes, yeah, my sister works here. She's up at the front booth. And we've often gone back and forth. And so everyone is now talking about the Golden Girls. And this woman's like, well, she was uh, Rose. And then I was Blanche. She goes, wait a minute. Was I Blanche or was I Rose? And all of a sudden... This guy who has a stocking cap, a big beard, he weighed for sure at least 300 pounds and had one of those uh, flannels that has the, like the Sherpa wool collar. Okay. He just, he looks up from his breakfast and goes, that's impossible. Nobody would confuse Rose and Blanche. Rose was innocent. Blanche was a whore. And then he went back down to eating. And now I am laughing so hard. I'm shaking the booth that I'm sharing. I like, you know, my back is on one side and another person's back is on another. And I'm shaking it. I'm laughing so hard. What a fucking random whole. That's like a full cafe conversation going on about the Golden Girls. And it was so pleasant to be there and witness. It was awesome. But when that guy said that, I almost had a heart attack. Holy shit. That is really, really. And it's, it's true, though. That's the first thing I thought. I was like, you, you know if you're a Blanche. Yeah, or you know if you're a Rose, for sure. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's really funny. Um, speaking of families, uh, we got big family news from the Hill Ooh. Clan. Yep. Hit me. Ethan, Madonna Scale Ethan's sister, Ethan. Ellie the Elster. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, is engaged to be married. What? Yes. Is betrothed? What's betrothed mean? That's a good question. It'd be nice if our fucking producer was ever around. Thank you. To do I've, some of this I've stuff. I've said that time Jesus and time Christ. When again. do I get my t-shirt money? I don't know. When are you going to fucking look up a word for us? Thank you. Thank you. Jesus Christ on a crutch. The, so she is a... Betrothed. The person... To whom one is engaged. So, yeah, so I wasn't even close. I was just a hick trying to use a smart guy word. Well, I think that you probably heard it 
around the word engaged and thought maybe it meant the same thing. But really, this gentleman that I know nothing about, not that I should, he is Ellie the Elster's betrothed. That makes sense. And I should have yeah. looked that up beforehand instead of, I feel like, right now I feel like a, you know, like a low-level mechanic who's trying to look like he belongs around bankers. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, well, you guys are talking about weddings. My niece just betrothed matrimony to a fella from Arkansas. So what you think about that now? Come around downtown now. Like, um, I, I should have just left it alone. <laughs> I th- I'm going to throw this in there, and I know you hate when I do this, but I tried to fix something in my car. Mm-hmm. My SD, it said SD card not recognized. So I went through the manual and tried to take care of it myself. Okay. No chance. Sure. So mechanics... Uh, maybe they don't know what betrothed means, but they sure fucking know a lot about uh, these computer systems that we drive around. Well, that's why I said like B or C list mechanic. I was I want to separate. Yeah, um, I should have gone. Sure, with, yep. There's nothing. There's no one you can pick. There's no one you can pick. Ever there's yeah, smart people and true. everything. If I would have said drywall, because people are like, what about Goodwill Hunting? You know, yeah, there's a lot. There, of shit. There's a lot of shit. There's no profession to pick on, and uh, and I'm sorry if you're a mechanic. The point is. Ellie is betrothed in matrimony to a fella, and he's, he is great. I met him this summer. What do we know? What do we know about him? So he's from the state of Arkansas. So he's got a okay. little, Chad, he's got a, not a lot, but he got a little bit of twang to him, which sure. is going to be a nightmare for him at family events because I also like that infliction. So he, uh, uh-uh. oh yes, yeah, so, oh yes, yeah, so, oh yes, sir. <laughs> I think we'll be we'll be three Christmases in, and he'll be like, Ellie, I like your uncle, but does he always have to talk like a Southern rooster when he's around? Like, I get it, I have an <laughs> accent, but I don't need him to go the judge and my cousin Vinny on me every time he sees me. Did you say Utes? Yeah. <laughs> so he, very very nice, very kind. Uh, loves my niece a lot, it appears. He did uh, an interesting and wonderful thing. So he, when he was, knew he was going to propose, you know, he mm-hmm. called my sister and, and my brother-in-law to, okay. I don't know if it was ask for permission or just inform them. I don't know exactly what that conversation was right. But then he also called Ellie's brothers Madonna scale Ethan and uh, Seth and then I think Ethan like he knew through Ellie that I was important to Ellie as part of the family and I think Ethan had in the conversation like yeah you should let Cy know too so this fucking wonderful kid calls me the insane uncle and you know I can't take anything seriously I know he's gonna call he texts me I know he's gonna call and I'm going to, I'm not going to do the like, you better not, you better not fuck my knee. Like, I'm not, I don't like that. Like, we well, just remember. He's just like, well, I wish I, wish I would have called you two years ago. <laughs> Easy. That's <laughs> not appropriate. I'm going to cut that. The- no chance. Leave it in. Also, in Arkansas, they love a cousin uncle. And that's what you are. That's true. I'm an, I'm an excellent cousin uncle. Well, he. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I'm not going to be that dipshit dad at prom holding a shotgun, but I also am not capable of taking anything serious. So I'm, you know, I'm, when he calls, I'm going to tell him that's great and congratulations, but I'll probably also do something really dumb and funny. That's who I am. 
And he gets on the phone with me, and I'm all prepped. My mind's a million miles an hour. How should I, how should I handle this situation? And he starts, he goes, you know, I, I know how important you are to Ellie and Ethan, and they talk about you in all these ways. And he lays out this whole speech about how much he knows that I mean to, you know, those three kids. And I was going to do my bit, and all that came out was like, oh, I didn't know everybody felt that way. <laughs> and then it was just like him talking about how he views my niece and me going like, uh-huh, yeah, sure, I've just like doing everything I can to not erupt in a mountain of tears. I don't know. I've been a crier guy for a long time, but mm-hmm. niece's future fiance calls you to tell you he's proposing and you turn into a puddle of goo. I didn't see yeah. that one coming. Yeah. You're, anytime your niece's future betrothed, uh, you know, calls you up, it's tough. It's, it's emotional. Did you ask, oh, and then, so here's what he did. He had, he proposed to her and he knew the day he was going to propose. So he had all of her friends. She lives down in, in Texas. She had all of her friends come and then the immediate family came down. We were invited. Uh, we didn't go due to janky body. Uh, mm-hmm, sure. dude, old Bumble Bones couldn't get on the plane. And uh, so Ethan called me. They were waiting. She was going to come back from the proposal and it was going to be like a, a nice little party and a big surprise celebration, all that stuff. So sure. he, he planned this whole nice thing. And I'm on the phone with Ethan, you know, just talking about gambling like a degenerate while we're waiting for her to show up. And I knew he showed up because my sister Janine, when she is excited, makes mm-hmm. a noise that I don't. It's like imagine if somebody ripped the bottom half of a body off of a bird but it, it stayed alive long enough to react to missing them. Like, Hurrah! like <laughs> she, I was like, she, I was talking to Ethan. And Ethan's like, yeah, so I think I like the Colts this weekend because <laughs> El, did Ellie just show up? Did Ellie show up? And then I'm getting videos and like, it's almost like you could sync the videos and the phone calls together with Janine's excitement horn. Oh, that's great. But yeah, it was it was really great. The videos were really good. It was she's very excited and I told you I think he's gonna fit in well. My man proposed in cowboy boots. Oh shit yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's that's like a uh, that's that's a promise to work hard in your marriage. Damn right it is. That's that's also a car hard hat and cowboy boots. That's also a one half of an entire Skeet McGraw song right there. <laughs> Well, I proposed in cowboy boots and now I'm wearing them in court. Who'd have thought this rodeo romance would turn into a divorce? That wasn't very, that wasn't one of my best ones. And also, I don't want to put divorce in the future of them, but Skeet and Noah are different. The point is, my man proposed in cowboy boots. <laughs> Was one of the videos of him crossing your name off the list of people he needs to call in the future? Because like, well, if he can't even fucking show up for our party, he's off the list. (laughs) Did you, when you proposed to Jessica, did you ask for her hand via her father and mother? Jessica is my ex-wife. Jessica's your ex-wife, yep. I don't uh, try to tell too many stories about her these days, but yes, I did. But also kind of easy because Isaac was inside of her. (laughs) 
So it was kind of a gimme. Um, so he, this is a funny story. And I mean this with so much love to my ex-mother-in-law. It was just so funny how she said it. So when Jessica got pregnant with Isaac, we were going to tell our families, obviously. And we went to tell them, her parents. And we go, well, we have some exciting news. And we hope you guys are going to be excited about it, too. And we are pregnant. And then her mom, her mom goes, oh, I thought you were going to tell us you were getting married. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard just because her mom is so great. And sometimes just said, she reminds me of my grandma a lot. Sometimes it's just like whatever enters their brain comes out of their mouth. There's no governorship. And so it was just so funny. Holy shit, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. What was what's uh, Jessica's last name before you married? Well, I'd rather not say. Okay, well, I was trying to do a bit, but I'll just call her. <laughs> Let's just say Johnson. I just like the idea of you being like, Mr. Johnson, I would love to marry your daughter, who I have stuffed a child inside of. <laughs> I, I, that's, a, <laughs> that's a very funny. It would yeah, it would it'd be funny if anyone in that situation would just go, uh, "Sir, I'd really love your your daughter's hand in marriage." And the guy's like, "No chance." Well, you should know she is with child. Okay, I'll let it slide this time. Some chance. I mean, that would suck so bad if you know they didn't want you to initially. Oh, yeah. And then that was the only reason. So every time, hey, where's the birthday party for the kiddo? Oh, it's at her parents' house. Cool. I, I, won't, be, I won't be joining. That'd be uh, brutal. I didn't, uh, I, in, I let Jenna's family, I told her whole family at the same time because I was doing comedy near where they lived so it just worked out to be able to tell them that I was planning on doing it but I don't know I definitely didn't ask I get weird about that I don't want to ask for that makes me everybody can do whatever they want that makes it feel a little possessional well, to me do you mean it it makes it feel like they own her yeah I don't I I I I don't, yeah, I'm more, everybody gets to make their own decisions. I, I think the respect of letting people know, like, hey, I love this person and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask him to marry me. But I, I think there's a little oddness and some people are more traditional than me. I, I don't, you well, can yeah, do whatever it, it, you it, want. Of course, of course it is. I think, it, I think it's a respect issue. And I understand if you put the, you know, the, the parents own the daughter into it. I think that this whole thing started when daughters were getting married at 13. Yeah. And the guy would just like lead a cow up to the front door and be like, you want to trade? <laughs> you you want to trade? You get the milk for free on this one. I won't mind getting the milk from that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's such a, that's a dumb saying, right? Yeah. Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free is like it that seems like it's about food and nourishment and it's just about fucking. It's yeah. crazy. It's yeah. the craziest. It's very it's you very, have a Sharpie. Yep, I'm holding a Sharpie. That you just took the little uh shirt claspy thing where you would put it in your pocket yep. and you hooked it on your lip. Yeah. Like uh So it's coming out of your face sideways. You know I'm a fidgeter. We've been doing this show long enough to understand uh -huh. I fidget. Sure. And I was just getting in touch with my inner big mouth bass. Chad, <laughs> if Olivia's significant other, is that going to be, 
Do you want that to happen? Is it like, do you hope whoever marries her asks you? Do you want to be informed? Where do you, as the father of a daughter? After last night, I, I hope they come just drive by the house and yell out the window, we got married, we're leaving. <laughs> last night was not a great one for Olivia and I for, for a while. It was touch and go. Then we went out to eat and things got better. But um, she is slow and I am not. Sure. Like I am eye on the pride, which is, which is also not a great thing. Listen, I've talked about this in therapy where I, I miss most of the best things because I'm like, okay, we're going out to eat. Let's fucking get to dinner instead of the conversation when you're getting ready, the laughs that could possibly be had, all of that. I'm just like, I shut it down until we get to dinner because that's my next point sure and i don't know if i mean i'm on the scale somewhere clearly but um so so her and i we have different stances on that we have different stances on should we should we talk during yahtzee i I don't think we should i think if you want to talk about something we should put the dice in the cup and put that aside and we should talk about it but if you take 45 fucking minutes to roll a small straight, I don't, I can't do that because are we playing Yahtzee or are we talking? Are we talking or are we playing Yahtzee? I can't do it. It's, it's like watching TV with Jenna where she'll want to, she'll like, don't watch that without me. Don't want, I want to watch that. And then we sit down and she'll like, we'll be two minutes in and she'll be like, Hey, did you see the email that we got sent from the city about the taxi? I'm like, what? Yeah. No, pa- pause it. And she's like, no, it's all right. It can go. It's like, no, talk or movie, talk or movie. Yeah, I, I want to watch this. This is, not a, this is not a movie room conversation. This is a kitchen table conversation. Unless you're playing Yahtzee on the table. Then it's also not that. It's too much. If you want to talk, let's take an hour to talk. Let's, you know what? Let's let's do what my mom does. Let's write all your questions down on a fucking notebook and let's talk about it. But not when we're playing Yahtzee and not when we're watching a show. I don't have a thumbprint on my right thumb from pushing the pause button on my remote control when I watch a show with Olivia. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We're already down the road of this is a very female members of our inner circles episode. Yeah. So sure. I'm I want to tell you something that's driving me insane. Oh, I can't wait. But I I need to wade into it very softly. Okay. Let's talk about periods, Chad. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I here's my Here's my, you know, pre-statement, right? I don't know anything about the woman's body. I don't assume anything about how those things work. I am only going off of the, con- like, so my wife 
has informed me that those, the period effects and the things around the menstrual cycle, it's an individual thing, right? It's like similar, but sure. everybody is affected Surely. differently. I think that's yeah, correct course. and fair to say. And some people, it, it you can deal with physical symptoms. Some people, you can deal with you know mental, emotional, mood type symptoms. And I'm not that guy like, oh, what's you on your period again? Because you're sure acting mighty angry right now. So that's yeah. not that's not what I'm doing. She freely gave me the information after we had gotten in a disagreement that mm -hmm. sometimes when that's happening, she her moods are affected a little bit by it. I did not. Yeah. I did not go. What's going on? That wasn't. So I just fuck. Keep your messages to yourself, ladies. Because <laughs> my response was like, that's totally cool. I'm like that all the time and I have never bled out of my penis once. So you, yeah. you know, you get a pass for sure. But here's what I'm having a tough time with. Our fucking lunatic dog, Kevin, yeah. is so connected to Jenna as a human being. He knows, like, he knows when she's on a period. And I know he knows when she's, sure. he's so worked up. Like anytime, so he'll be chill for like three weeks in a row and then all uh -huh. of a sudden, for one week, if somebody sneezes two houses over, he barks for an hour and a half. Like, if Jenna's laying on the couch and somebody decides to walk up the stairs, he will try to slit your throat. So, not yeah. only is Jenna kind of in a mood and I have to, you know, pay it, then I can't be anywhere in my house without Kevin being like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. Don't you understand what's going on with her right now? Get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, he's a very sensitive dog. And I can't for, handle. For the dog. I don't need a dog that turns into a blood warrior once a month. I can't, I can't do it. He's driving me insane. Don't you love the fact that he's so connected with her, though? And, of course, he knows she's on his period. I mean, her period. Because it's like dogs can smell cancer. You don't think they can smell shed uterine lining? Of course they can. So that, yeah, that is that, a thing though. Like for, for real, right. They can, they can. Oh, I have a whole bit in my new hour about Poe eating Olivia's tampons from the garbage. Oh, he, I mean, he loves that shit. Huge, Huge bummer. bummer indeed. But uh, I mean, that's how, that's how Poe knows she's on her period is he just goes into the garbage uh, in the bathroom where she leaves the door open after I've asked her 50,000 fucking times not to. <laughs> But that's, uh, that's what happens in my house. But Olivia said the same thing. According to Doggysaurus.com, which feels like a very reputable site, uh, mm -hmm. dogs can smell a woman or girl on her period due to the amazing sense of smell, which is said to be 10,000 times stronger than a human's. Cool. Bummer. They can smell yeah, female it's, hormones. Uh, it's, well, yeah, they can, they can smell it all. So I, I was reading an article about dogs being able to smell cancer. They really are using that. Sure. They are you, but but some people don't trust dogs, and that makes sense too because sometimes dogs are just fucking idiots. Yeah, but it, it it always makes me laugh where dogs can smell all of this stuff and they can sense when you're about to have a stroke and they can sense all this stuff and they're barking at your feet and, and as humans we're just like. Jesus Christ, your water dish is full. What else do you fucking want from me? And you're about to go into a massive stroke, and you're just like, fucking, you just ate. What's your problem, you dumb fucking dog? And he's just like, rrr, 
you're stroking out. And we just sit there and be like, you could only possibly need two things. You're a fucking animal, you dumb animal. Um, But Olivia said the same thing to me last night. She said at dinner, she goes, I'm sorry about how things were at the house. She goes, just so you know, I'm really tired. And I'm also on my period. And that could that could have something to do with it. And I will tell you something. The period is the only thing where I don't think, stop giving me an excuse for being a shitty person. It's the only thing. Because I'll tell you this. Even if people are like, I have anxiety, my first thought is, fucking figure it out. Because I don't want to get yelled at for doing nothing. I mean, I can come back around to the point where it's like, oh, you have anxiety. Okay, let's... I'll be, but you're, I'll be calm. you're saying you can have anxiety and also not be an asshole. Yes, 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 of course. But I'm but I can come around to the fact that I don't have anxiety, so I, I realize that that could be an issue. But my first thought is this seems like an excuse. And so but the period is the only thing where I don't go, that's enough of that shit. I don't need to hear because I again, you're right. I've never had one. How would I possibly know? So anytime she says that, I just go, yep, sounds good to me. Hey, I know we're almost getting close to the end of the show, but before we do end the show, I do need you. You've been promising me you were going to tell me, speaking of Olivia, the list, okay. the list of things that Olivia has said recently. Oh, yeah. They just make me laugh. But first off, what's do you know, and this was asked at Trivia, do you know the most common punctuation to end a sentence in English? Ooh, I would, I mean, you would think it's a period, but I'm going Yeah, I just wanted to hear you say it one more time, you son of a bitch. A period, that's right. Okay, never even went to how trivia. Dumb, just wanted how to hear dumb you say am it one I more time. that I didn't realize after I veered us away from that topic that you, <laughs> how stupid am I? God, I'm feeling dumb. Okay. <laughs> hey, well, maybe you're on your period. Hey, hey come um, on now. So these are the four things that Olivia... That made me laugh the hardest this week. This okay, week? Here we go. This week. Uh, Dad, your gift, your Christmas gift still won't be here for a while. That was one I go, is it back ordered? And she goes, no, no, I still haven't ordered it. And I was like, well, yeah, no shit. Why don't you at this point get it for my birthday? You fucking creep. Um, this one made me laugh super hard too. We were up in the, uh, in the movie room and we were watching a movie and then I was like, oh my God. Cause Poe farted mm-hmm. and it was brutal. Sure. And she goes, she started to panic. She goes, what? I don't, I don't smell it. Do I have COVID? What? And then she leaned way down kind of by his butthole <laughs> no. and took a huge breath and was like, uh, I got it. Okay, I got it. It was so fucking funny that she panicked about not being able to smell it and then took a two lungs full of it. Very, very fun for me. This next one, uh, we went to the Chinese restaurant here in Fergus Falls. And as we were leaving... She goes, wow, I love how they have, uh, I love how they have the doors in Chinese. That one says ni and that one says tuo. And I go, those are see-through. They say in and out on the other side, you fucking dummy. So she thought, <laughs> she thought the doors read ni and tuo. 
And it's like, no, go on the other side and see what they say. Oh, such a creep. Hey, I'm going to go 2 0 side. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, you are no longer allowed to come knee the house because of your stupidity. And then this one uh, made me laugh. This one was not this week. We were filling out college applications. And uh, she, it said, what makes you an individual? And she was like, well, what am I supposed to write for this? And then there's, we just sit there and think for five minutes. And I don't, I think she thought I wasn't going to hear it. But she said, why couldn't you have died? Oh, no, That's no. what she said to me. She wanted her father to be dead so she'd have something to write about on her college application. What an asshole. But man, I laugh. She, that kid makes me laugh. I mean, her and Isaac. Isaac is so dry. He has such a dry sense of humor. Sure. And then Olivia is just, you know. Accidentally uh, hilarious. Yeah. It's incredible how hard I laugh when I'm near either of them. Those are all really, really, really funny. And I know you often get the last word on the show, but I, I've been thinking about it all episode, and I've decided if you and I were the cast of Golden Girls, you would be Dorothy, and I think I would be Dorothy's ex-husband, Stanley. <laughs> oh, shit. I think I don't think you've ever said anything smarter or more correct. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party, invited everyone you knew. You would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, Thank you for being a friend. Hey, everybody, this is Ch <laughs> Take it down a notch. I'm going to have a stroke. Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for joining us. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. Hey, buddy. Hi you... there, Cy. Hello. I think today is going to be... Uh... Today's going to be an episode. There's some interesting energy. There was some interesting energy in the pre-show conversation. Well, here, let, 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 so let me just start with this. Normally when I come here, here's what I do. I get up, I start my espresso machine, whatever, Nespresso it's called, where you yes. just put a pot in. It sounded fancier than it was. I let my dog out. I finish my coffee. I let my dog in. I grab my computer. I come to my office. We do the show. It's really Truman Show-ish. It's like, hey, good morning. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. It's very standard. But today... Two things happened to me when I was coming here. Number one, I went to get breakfast with my mom. That was awesome. I'll tell you about that in a second. Then, a lot of people that listen to the show know my office is right by train tracks. And there was a guy who just seemed like a villain who was in a in little tin shack. The door was open and I could see him. 
And then the, the, the arms for the train tracks kept going down. It wasn't, the bells weren't going, nothing like that. But uh, the lights were flashing. So people where I live, they go, lights are flashing. We've got to follow the rules if it doesn't involve a mask. Every other rule we follow without question. Freedom isn't free, but a light means stop. So there's a fucking line of cars lined up, but no arms are down. So I go around the cars, and now the arms start coming down as soon as I go around the cars. And sometimes I go, was this motherfucker waiting for me to do this? Is this what this whole thing is about? Because that's, I'm going to tell you something, that's some shit I would have pulled in high school. If someone would have told me how to work the arms in high school, I would have, I would have crashed the town of Fergus Falls. I would have shut it down for a week. And so I get that, yeah? I lost my, I have no audio. Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, I, I have literally no audio whatsoever. And I have no idea. Okay. Five minutes later. Fuck was that all about? Um, okay, I can pick up wherever you were. Sorry. I know I saw you talking about going in and around them. Yeah, I don't know where I was. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.